Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. Hey, what's the up, everybody? In the El Nino podcast, I'm like Eladio Nino, and this is Real Everyday People. I want to thank everybody who's been sharing and subscribing, who's been showing support. Much love to y'all. Thank you. Appreciate all the love. Um, happy Her- uh, Latino Heritage Month to everybody because I know everybody been, you know, getting them extra tacos in, celebrations, gritos, mariachis everywhere. I love all that good shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who don't love tacos, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you know, life is bittersweet, man. As we celebrate one thing, you know, sometimes, you know, we celebrate life and we celebrate death at the same time. Uh, rest in peace to a friend of mine from River Rouge, uh, Steve Markowski. Uh, 42 years old man you know and uh you know just went too soon man but you know and to everybody who lost somebody you know what i'm saying so you know my hearts my prayers go to you and all your families but uh today we got a special guest some more local talent good brother man solid brother i love building with him working with him but uh you know i'm gonna let him share his story man it's my man southwest high what's up with what's you going oh shit <laughs> what's going on brother <laughs> Hell, no. shit. shit man just chilling happy to have you here bro no, i appreciate it thank you bro yeah, welcome to the me. el nino podcast studio bro my dog hell yeah man let them know who you are what it is and what it ain't my dog shit i'm southwest high Coming straight out of the Southwest, straight off McGraw Ave. I bounce around, you know, Verniside, McGraw, back and forth. But then my stomping grounds, you know. What schools did you go to when you were younger? So I actually went to, growing up, I went to Most Holy Trinity, if you know where that is. It's okay. actually in Cork Town. It's in Cork Town, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's right in Cork Town. Yeah. So that's where I went growing up, and then I. I went pretty much all the way through the eighth grade and then ended up going uh, to Detroit Crystal Ray. Okay. You know, my, I was already in Catholic school, so. And how was that? Did you ever have an opportunity to go to any public schools or did you always go to Catholic I did go to public school for the third, fourth, and fifth grade. Okay, so you were still young. Yep. But... Um, what was the difference? Was there like more structure when you went to uh, Holy Trinity uh, rather than, you know, do you... There, there was. Def- <clears throat> definitely was more structure. Definitely. Okay. No doubt about it. The, the, the teachers at Holy Trinity, you know, they, they seemed to care. You know what I mean? Wow. So. Okay. Yeah, because like I know back in the days, like, you know, there was people who went to like Holy Redeemer mm-hmm. and, you know, everybody that went to like Western, Southwestern, it yep. was like, ah, oh, you guys are like the privileged ones, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm like, like, what's the difference? We're all in the same hood. Like education should be but, the same across the board. And they're like, no, it's not like that. Like, right. You know? No, but like, <clears throat> see, the thing is, like, little did they know we were still broke, too. We was there on uh, tuition, you know what I mean? But we was getting. Yeah fast for or you know what you you know what i mean yeah yeah no so doubt. it wasn't like our peoples was paying money to, for us to go there we <laughs> yeah. was getting help from the government you know what i mean hell yeah that's a blessing yeah that was a good blessing yeah you know, you know so well that's good bro that's good you know you got the proper education and yeah stuff, man. definitely definitely so um you got siblings yeah yep i know i, I got, know one of man you I, know, got, my I man. got a lot 
I man, got a lot Dwayne of siblings. Taylor, that's my man. I got a lot of siblings. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> you got a baby army. That's what you come from. Definitely. You know, where you at? Where you Who's at? Football in the football team. I'm probably. <clears throat> I don't know, man. You in the middle? You in the end? Like you more towards the end. Okay. All right. So you big baby then? Yeah, I'm right. I'm right under wall. So. Okay. All right. So what was it like having that many siblings, bro? It was great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Hell All the yeah. boys in the house, you know, we did fight a lot, but it was like, wasn't like fights, fights, you know. Boys just, will be boys. Type yeah, stuff, you know what man, I mean? You know? So it was cool. I loved it. I, it felt, I don't know. <clears> I wish I could go back to them days, you know what I mean? Because I, and it, it just ain't the same no more, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, no, I understand, bro. You know, life has changed for everybody. Yeah, bro. you know, everybody grew up, you know. Yeah, everybody's got, you know, priorities. Yeah. Everybody has, you know, yeah, different definitely. commitments nowadays. Yeah, man. Mo- mo- life definitely. is real. That's why everybody always tell you, enjoy your youth, enjoy being a kid, right. enjoy being young, because this adult shit yeah, and is I real. Listen, you know what I mean? <laughs> everybody was in a hurry to have a baby, and everybody yep. wanted to be grown fast as hell. And uh, yeah, yeah, adulthood is real. You talk about a hood that's real, it's adulthood, baby. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. DTE ain't trying to hear that shit. Nope. uh, uh, Your uh, landlord ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, man, man, then when you got kids and stuff, you're responsible for them, bro. You know, that's. Them are yours. You got to take care of them. Make sure they, you know, they got clothes on their back. They got food in their stomach. They got a roof over their head. Yes, indeed. So, you know, that 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 makes you a man, bro. You take care right. of your business and, yeah. and raise your family, man. And I love seeing that because, you know, uh, you know, I grew up with a lot of, uh, you know, just single single parent homes you know yeah. what i mean and uh a lot of us didn't have like the proper manhood guidance you know because yeah. everybody i grew up with was gang members and drug dealers and slapped their wives around and all that shit you right. know what i mean and you know it wasn't until later on till i grew into my own self you know that i started distinguishing right from wrong and, right and uh realizing that a lot of shit that i was taught was was wrong you know what i mean right but uh, I, I, I salute you, though, bro. I no, respect no, I that, you it, know. Man. And, uh, you know, people need to value life. And, you know, men need to hold themselves accountable, you know. Right. Even, even you know, guys, a lot of guys, they be out there and just having sex with women. And women just having everybody's baby. And <clears throat> not even thinking about the impact it's going to have on this child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Just definitely. on life in general, man. I mean, but, yep. you know, everything happens for a reason, bro. Yeah, um, definitely. I'll I'm, tell you what, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I'm inspired by young brothers <laughs> like you, though, who who uh, you know do the right thing. Well, know? see, cause I, I was raised well. You know what I mean. My my father, even though my mother and my father weren't together, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He was still there. He mm-hmm. was still there, like the full way. You know what I mean. Yeah. Taking care of me. You know he. He was present. Exactly. No doubt. So. I was blessed, and I was also blessed to um, have, so Dwayne is my stepbrother. Okay. But we grew up since we was kids Mm -hmm. together, like, pretty much, you know, tonight. That's Mm -hmm. my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. So, his pops, you know, Deion Taylor, that 
that I call him Pops, you know, that's that's mm -hmm. my old dude, you know what I mean? Like, he raised me, too. He was in the house with my moms. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we lost him at a young age, you know what I mean? That, that kind of, you know, that took a toll on me, you know what I mean? But... Hell yeah, the the, the uh, absence of a strong male figure in yeah, your life, you somebody know, who respected, who nurtured you, who took care of you, who showed you love, who yeah. who identified manhood with you, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, you know, he <clears throat> he uh he kind of, like, molded me into who I am, you know what I'm saying? And my dad was also present, so I had two. That's I had two men. You oh, know, that's good, bro. Guiding me mm -hmm. to grow into who I am today. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'm bl I was blessed. I was blessed to have that. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be any. I couldn't be more thankful. You know what I mean? Oh, man, that's dope, bro. I'm happy for you, bro. You know, oh, yeah. good for you and good for them, too. Yeah, hell yeah, man. So. Like, um. My mom's, so my mom's, like, when when we were growing up, she was, like, uh, more so, like, on the struggling side, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't, she didn't have it. We bounced crib to crib, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? We, <clears throat> we bounced from, I, c I can't even count on two hands how many houses we lived in from, the time I was three, two, to when I moved out, seventeen. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That that um un, um not having stability. Yeah. That creates a lot of trauma, bro. Yeah. That that creates uh a, like life is like an emotional roller coaster because you don't know how to get attached or how to value anything because right. nothing lasts long. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, that creates a lot of um you know dysfunction in a home bro yeah. when you don't have that kind of stability i mean <clears throat> you have like military families who are like move around a lot from country to country stuff like mm -hmm. that but um you know not having stability where you can build on something you ain't you ain't building no foundation because right. you're always on the move you know mm -hmm. and uh you know that takes a toll on people man yeah see and like I didn't, I didn't really look at it like that, you know what I mean? Because I was so young and I was just like living in the moment, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was, it was more so like growing up and realizing what my, what my surroundings were, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That made me so like growing like my teenage years, I was on some. I was on some bull, you know what I mean, like. Mm -hmm. And what do you what do you think took you down that <clears throat> down that uh, lane? Do you think it was the people that was around you? Was it people that influenced you in school or in the neighborhood? You know, it was when, just when like, you started fooling, like, you know. Yeah, it was like who brought that out you? It wasn't even. <clears throat> I wouldn't even say it was like people. It was just you know, being on the block. You know what I mean. You know, I live here, so yeah, I'm about to go play with my friends. Type, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, and everything to come with it. Exactly, I feel you, bro. Like, bro, it, it's crazy because 
it's a lot of parents and a lot of adults, you know, that be talking about this young generation. They're crazy. They're crazy. And I'd be like, listen, I remember shit when we was young. Right. You know what I'm saying? We like, stop playing. Shit. You was doing the same yeah. shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, definitely. You know, because you, you know, you've grown up and you've changed, things seem crazy to yeah. you. But if you remember the shit that you did when you was 14, 15, 16, I did some wild ass shit, right. bro. You know what I'm saying? Like some, some wild shit. Right. Exactly. Know? And I'm like, damn. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't sit here and try to judge or discriminate the. The, the youth you know i just i try to help them and guide them because you know i know i've been there we've too. been there yeah um, you know what i mean and that's why like that's why like i i don't i don't know how to say this like say it how i it appreciate is. you you know what i'm saying because like God. you know you know what you're doing for the community that that shit actually means something you know what i mean it may not mean something to everybody, but it means some somebody. You know what I mean? Man, thank you so much for oh, that, shit. bro. For real, man. Thank you. No, bro. seriously. Thank you, brother. So I really, for real, man. That that really uh means something to me, dog. Yeah, you know, I I was I was grateful to, you know, I had had you there, in there, you know, a familiar face. You know what I mean? So how me and uh I've met is uh we had went to a um a call in. And this is where all like high priority from different parts of Detroit, people who are on the radar, you know what I'm saying? They bring them to a lo location and, uh, you know, me being a, um, in that partnership with Ceasefire and, uh, you know, so they give us the opportunity to talk to, you know, every the people in our respective communities. And, you know, I got Southwest, you know. And, you know, we had a couple brothers that, you know, they had the spotlight in, in Southwest and I was one of them. And, uh, you know, I had the privilege to meet him and build with him and, um, you know, look, look to where he's at today. You know, here sharing his story. But the way that we met, you know what I mean? And just the fact that, you know, at, at that time, Ceasefire didn't really have no bridge with Southwest. They ain't really had no good relationship. You know, they only operated, you know, in East and West. So that when they plugged in with the DHDC, then then they, uh, you know, they, they benefited from it because they gained me. And, you know, I'm connected, you know, to the hood, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. now I love, I love it because it's my people. You know what I'm saying? My Most people definitely. love me. They respect me and, and, and vice versa. And and uh, you know people know that I'm there for all the right reasons, bro. Hell you know yeah, what I'm man. saying. And I was just I felt honored. You know what I'm saying to be able to meet you and be able to work with you and build with you. You yeah, know and share definitely. my story and you share your story. Yeah. And let's get there together. You yeah, know what definitely. I mean? And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know for leading me on the way. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that shit, like I said, it means something to somebody. That's just definitely. It's a blessing, man. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. So, um, so what, like, what kind of student were you, man? Did you play sports? Like, did like, what was your favorite subjects in school? Stuff like that. Shoot. Was you a player in school? Well, talk I was to actually me. I, I was that guy. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was that guy. Any school I went to, my dog. Ask about me. I was it that don't guy. Surprise me, man. But uh. I was a I was a I was a triathlete. I played three different sports. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, come on. No I was doubt. that guy. Hell yeah. You know? And uh 
Shit, I started playing football when I was eight. Played Detroit Pal, you know, youth. Mm -hmm. Played for the West Side Eagles, and then I switched over, played for the East Side Tigers. You know, they ain't had no Southwest teams at the time. Okay. But, so. Um, and what did that teach you, like, being in them sports? Like, more than just the sport itself. Like, you learn life skills. You learn yeah. structure. You learn obedience. Like, you learn things. Like, share some of the things that you learned that you still apply today that sports taught you. So, like, <clears throat> like I, I still go by this, like, if you my brother, like, everybody on my team is my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my family. Yeah. So. That's dope. You know? Yeah, that's dope. My family is everything. You know what I'm saying? No doubt One eat, we all eat. Type, you know what yeah, I'm saying? That's beautiful, bro. So, yeah. That's what that's what it takes. Teamwork yeah. make the dream work. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like a brotherhood, man. Ain't nothing like a brotherhood. I, I could call guys that I ain't talked to in six years, five years since I graduated. But I bet you they pick up the phone, because mm -hmm. them are my brothers that that built relationships. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's that human bond, bro. Yeah, like you know what I mean, man. And it, and it wasn't just always football. We we would hang out. You know what I'm saying? Outside of uh, you know, outside of school, we, you know, we'd stay the night at each other's cribs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Video games. You know all the. Teenage preteen boys, you know what I'm saying, type mm -hmm. deal. So, and then another thing I will also say it it helped me it helped me, you know, stand my ground. You know, not don't pretty much don't take no shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no doubt. It's it's a limit. Be fearless. Yeah, you know, it's a limit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. and then I imagine that a sport teaches you how to be a follower and then teaches you how to be, be a, a leader. leader yeah so a lot of people frown on the term follower i ain't no follower like brother the only way you're gonna learn to lead is to learn how to follow you gotta learn how to take orders before you can learn how to give orders yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, most but like so many people frown on that term follower follower i'm like you know uh because you know in today's society it's like the blind leading the blind yeah but when you find somebody of strength, of knowledge, and, you know, somebody who, you know, has your uh, best interests at heart, you know right. what I mean? Like, that's somebody who I would not have a problem following, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, most definitely. But I feel like the only way you can learn to be a leader is to go through the... the go through the motions. The followership yep. process, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Go through the motions. Yeah, how you gonna tell me something? You can't even do the shit yourself, you know? Right, what I mean? and see, and now you, that how, you, how you got broke people always telling you how to be rich, man. If you don't right. shut your ass, right? You Definitely. Know? And see, that's that was my thing. Like, I played, I played varsity ball three years. Mm -hmm. I I started as a freshman, played <clears> my <throat> freshman sophomore. I had to skip out on my junior year because we ended up moving, and then. I tried to play for the school that I went to. I went to Theodore Roosevelt, Wyandotte. Okay. I went out there for my junior year. They go hard on sports in Wyandotte. Yeah, but they hold me, though. Oh, I was Listen, no. listen, dog. I was at workouts. I was pushing it. I was on the, on the charts. I was up there with everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was getting it in. But because I was a transfer, they already got that, man. Listen, Wyandotte, they... 
Don't they doing that thing, man. Man, they be, they they like, bro. I was an outsider. It's man. just I want, and I want you to understand this, brother, that there is gonna be times like that, and mm-hmm. more times in your life, definitely. Like for many different reasons, whether it be for race or for class or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. but sometimes we got to go two or three times harder than the average person just to be seen to be heard and to be recognized and acknowledged yeah you know what i'm saying it's just the reality of things but the thing about it is you got that in you though oh yeah definitely you know what i'm saying like yeah. whatever bro like you know we come from a bloodlines of people who are not no strangers to danger or struggle you know what no i doubt. mean you know no but the thing about our mentality now is that we look forward to living a bright future and not having to work as hard but like they say when you stay ready you ain't got to get you ready ain't gotta get for ready. nothing you know what i'm saying yes sir so you know always be your best and do your best every day bro you know what i mean oh, yeah. i'm happy for you i'm proud of you you know oh, what yeah, i mean man. Shit, I'm proud of my motherfucking self. Right, hey. You know what I mean? I live, yeah, yeah. I live good than a motherfucker, man. And I tell you what, I, I, you know, both my checks go to rent and bills, but I'm okay with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got a good life. I, I, you know, I eat what I want. You right. know, I live how I want. I can break bread with my people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. I would like to have more money. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the more I got, the more I got to give. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. I love breaking bread, bro. Yeah. That was one of the lessons I learned when I was younger and went to Mexico, dog. Like, you know, I was always told Mexico was poor as hell, this, that, and the other. And it was. The country was itself was poor, but the people were rich. You know what I'm saying? They were rich with spirit. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have a lot of nothing, but mm-hmm. whatever they had, they was breaking bread with you, bro. Yeah, they loved. That was just hospitality. That yeah. was just love, respect. That was the... The humanitarian in them, bro. It's like when you, you know? go to grandma's house, everybody... Ain't no doubt about yeah. it. Hell yeah. My mom used to cook for the whole mm-hmm. neighborhood. You Hell know? yeah. I, you know, and shout out to my mom, man. She's such a beautiful, wonderful woman, man. And I'm not just saying it because she's my mom. She's literally a special woman. Like, God sent her to this earth to give. You know what I'm mm. saying? I feel like she never got what she deserved in life. You know what I mean? But she just... She she gives. She's truly a person who take her shirt off her back for her family. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Her family and friends. And, you know, sometimes it's just you got to come to the realization that, you know, you have people on this earth who are takers. You have people in this life who are givers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's up to you to build them healthy boundaries because, you know, I have the same heart as my mother and father, you know. And, uh, you know, sometimes you I hate when I feel bad about doing something good. That's the curse of being a good person with a good right. heart. It's people fuck over you. People yeah. disappoint you. They lie to you. They cheat you. They steal from you. All this type of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of times that shit will discourage you and make you want to become a bad person. But when it's in your nature to be kind and to be a giver, you learn to live with that and expect that. You know what I'm saying? From people because everybody is different. Right. You know, I used to be real frustrated when I was younger because I look, I used to expect out of, I used to expect out of people what I am, you know what I'm saying? And when they didn't treat them, treat me like I treat them, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. used to frustrate me, but I'm like, one of the, one of the things that you cannot control in life is time and people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And see, I didn't realize that until I was like 20. Like 21, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I was still young. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but like, I had my daughter. No, I wouldn't even say 20, 18. Because I had my daughter when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And she's what actually changed me. You know what I mean? Like, it got real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It got real. I had to do what I had to do, work. You know what I'm saying? I was I was trying to go to school, but it didn't work out like that because I had a family to take care of, you know? Mm-hmm. And I still do to this day. I got another one on the way. My dog. You busy. know what I mean? Building you a tribe, boy. Hey, you know, I, I had that's a big family. Tribe, I like it. That's, Thank God. That's what I love. Thank God, bro. For you real. Know? So, it's just, uh, you know, we got to... Uh, we gotta start encouraging more men to 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 do that, to be like that. You know what I mean? Cause <clears throat> me as a me as a person, I know for a fact that I'm not a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, I do what I can, and I do I do as much as I can. You know what I mean? There's never a ounce of lack. You know, I'm not lacking ever as a parent. You know. Mm-hmm. So, we just, you know, times do get hard, but... That's just life. That's life, you know, you know what, what I mean? Saying? That's just life in general, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, but I, yeah. I definitely make a way and I figure it I, out. I'll tell you what, bro. You know, they, one thing I know is they always say, be the change that you want to see. You know what I mean? And you are definitely that change. You have broke that curse. You are breaking that 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 chain of of uh you know just neglect and lack of you know love and you know lack of awareness yeah. like you know it starts with you that change that you want to see in the world starts with you and right. me you know what i'm saying and everybody who's involved and uh and it becomes contagious just like negativity is contagious so is positivity yeah. bro you yeah. know and you know that's one of the first things that you have to do when you want to change but don't know where to start start changing the people that you got around you start changing the conversations that you're having exactly start listening to different music start watching different things on tv start doing different things on facebook and you know just you know just try different things explore yourself push yourself test yourself you know we're humans bro we're constantly evolving but everybody doesn't do it because everybody don't realize the power that they have a lot of people are controlled by their situation and their circumstance so that's how you become a product of it as we were at one point you know what i mean no definitely definitely and i that's why you know i just steer myself away from people that I don't need to be around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do my own thing. I I got I got kids, man, you know what I I can't mm-hmm. I can't afford to miss a day of my children's life. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, I love that, bro. God damn, I so love hearing that from you, bro, for real. You know, I and 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 I wish I wish I could have been that kind of man at your age at, before I went to prison. You know, I wish I would have thought like that, bro. Yeah. I wish I'd have been taught better. You know what I mean? Because I left my sons Victor and Emilio and my daughter. They were one, three, and five. My son Emilio was one years old. Victor was three years old, and my daughter Selena was five years old. And I went to prison, bro, and spent shit seventeen years in prison. 
you know i mean i raised them as much as i could from in prison but you know that was just a small portion of what's required to raise kids right you know my family helped out a lot but you know in the end bro i came home and my sons just didn't want shit to do with me and i feel like you know one of the things i learned was that the sins of the fathers are passed on to the sons you know what i'm saying and you know i pray all the time that you know for healing for my sons and for myself and hopefully you know sooner than later that we can build that bridge again but it's something that i still pay for bro you know what i mean because i didn't think like you think you know I thought that, you know, I, as long as I was providing, they had a roof over their head and food in their mouth and clothes on their back that I was a good father. But there's so much more to being a dad. And then I was consumed by the streets, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had dropped out of school in ninth grade. I had no education. I had three kids by the time I was 20, 21 years old. Nigga, I owe so much child support. So I never worked because I'm like, what the fuck? I ain't got no education. I ain't got no good work ethics. You know what I'm saying? Even if I do find a job they're gonna take all my money for child support right. i ain't gonna have no money so i'm like yeah. i'm gonna have to sell drugs for the rest of my life and that shit consumed my life you yeah. know what i mean yeah. but you you're smart you're like no these are my kids i gotta take care of them so now i gotta adjust my life and i didn't i didn't do that and i lost the privilege of raising my own kids right and so i applaud you nigga that you taking care of your fucking business bro yeah but no they i didn't i learned that i didn't i didn't just you know what i'm saying that's what I was taught. Mm -hmm. I had two great men in my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's dope. You know what I mean? They they did what they did to show me this is how you take care of your family. This is how you mm -hmm. this is how you're supposed to raise a family. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I had kids young. Yeah. I I don't want to keep the generational curse going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean by having a two family household. You know what I'm saying. I want, I want a, you know, two parents. Ain't no doubt about it. So, I just, you know, I just try to keep going. You know. Well, you're doing a good job, brother. You know, keep Hell up yeah. the good work, man. I appreciate it, man. Definitely. So tell me, man, how did you get into music? So I started rapping. Man, <laughs> I started rapping when I was like, I want to say like 10, maybe. My older brother, Deion Taylor okay. Jr., he wrote me a rap. You know what I mean? He wrote it for you? He wrote it for me. Okay. And we all, he wrote me, he wrote my other brother, you know, B. Diddy. He wrote, well, is that the brother I met at the fights? At the soundboard fights? I'm trying to think. Kind of a bigger dude, too. No, you're talking about Brian B. Diddy, yeah. Okay. He, so he wrote all of us okay. raps and shit, you know what I mean? Because he was like 13, maybe 14. So we all like, yeah, he's sweet, you know? So we all had a verse. And I remember that shit. I remember that shit to this day. I got to hear it. No. Nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> <laughs> that's in the yeah, pocket yeah. you know what I mean? that, that ain't coming out that's in the lost tapes yeah you know hell no that's funny bro you know and scratch. so what, i mean what did you like about it bro i mean it was funny okay it was funny you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it was just like and i i don't know as a kid i just always felt 
music. Like when when a beat hits, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel the energy. I don't know what it is. So if I can express my feelings on on a beat, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm gonna do it. And that's, that's sweet. Just, I love that shit. So, that's sweet. Yeah, definitely. And I got like Probably like 150, 200 songs in the vault right now. Damn, for real? Like, I be working for real. Like, yeah. I don't, I just, you know. Who makes your beats? Honestly, I shop off of BeatStars, and BeatStars is a dope app. Like, okay. You go on there. Teach you, me something. You could, go, you could go on there and, and look up any, any type of beat you want, like. You know, name an artist. Is there genres of beats? Yeah, like like any type. Okay. Bro, I could go in there and pull up a dance hall beat type right now. Okay. And I was low-key thinking about doing some some music like that. Mm -hmm. That's just nice, you know. It's hot right now. So, but but yeah, that's just dope. And then, um, you know. You know, we've got a lot of talent in Southwest, bro. And you just performed with uh, Southwest Geo at Southwest Fest. Oh, yeah. Who was your other homie that was with y'all? Uh, the tall dude. He was there. Down River Loop. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shout, yep. shout out Down River Loop. Yeah. Yep. Y'all was boys out there did with y'all us. thing, man. Yeah, you know, no, definitely. I mean, for real. Y'all drew the whole crowd, dog. That was like probably one of the livest performances that I had seen. Any Listen, any and time. shout out to Grupo Contagio and my dog Brian Ruiz. They was there doing their thing, too. Hell, yeah. Shout out to y'all. Anytime me and Gio hit the stage, it's lit. We, I yeah. don't know what it is with me and bro, but we can like, we can feel the energy together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We just two big motherfuckers getting it in. You know, but what y'all I mean? was live though. Y'all, yeah. is, y'all was live, bro. You know, yeah. you guys had everybody's attention. You know Hell what yeah, mean? and I felt. I ain't gonna lie. When I was up there, I felt it. You know, yeah. I've done shows before. I, you know, okay. it's, it wasn't nothing really new to me, but just I don't know. Everybody was rocking with us, and that and it felt so good. Like, mm-hmm. and I appreciated it. Like, like I loved it. Like, I loved it too, bro. Because I swear to God, when I grew up, you know, you couldn't have no festivals like yeah. successful like that where everybody's supporting each other because everybody's shit was different. Agenda right. was different. Everything was gang motivated. Everything was. You know, just motivated by garbage, dog, that kept people divided and killed each other and all that Mickey Mouse shit, you know? Right. Just to see that much talent, everybody just <clears throat> showing love and supporting one another, whether you were a. At home, you know, though. At yeah. home. That was, that's, that's what, that's yep. what made it. Yeah. From the home. vendors to the food to the entertainers to just every part of it was for us, by us. And yes. it was just beautiful everybody yes. had a wonderful time bro it was just the whole thing was just a vibe of itself from sun up to sundown yeah yeah i had to get out of there a little bit early but when i did when i was there it was extravagant yep. i loved it, it rico awesome. waves he performed too man he did his thing oh yeah that's bro demacio i fu- that them yep. are my guys he was turned the fuck up that was the first time i ever seen him perform but Demacio yeah, yeah, is he was live, up. man. He gets lit when he it's when he gets that mic. He gets lit. That's my yep. dog. Yup, no doubt about it, yep. man. So, who are some of the artists that inspire you? Like, you know, any whether local or you know 
So, see, growing up, my mom had, like, a really bizarre playlist, I, I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Was it bizarre or was it, it diverse? Was, it was diverse, I okay. would say. It was diverse. It wasn't bizarre. It was diverse. But um, she had a Sam Cooke CD. Okay. You know who Sam Cooke is? Yeah, I do. I do know who Sam Cooke And I don't know. I, I, I used to sit in the car by myself. Turn it on and just jam for hours in my mm-hmm. mom's car. Killer battery. She'd be mad as hell. <laughs> She'd be mad as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I like I like that type of music. Bob Seger. I love Bob, Bob Seger is he, that he's I, that's yeah. my favorite, really. That's crazy, man. Just growing up with diverse I I love Motown music. You yeah. know, I grew up with all the temptations, the four tops, the you know, all yeah. that good stuff. And then I grew up listening to like Vicente Fernandez, Los Tigres yeah. del Norte. So, you know, and then I was rap wise, you know, everything was about West Coast, Brother Lynch Hung, Sebo, you know, just See, I was more know. of an East Coast guy. I, yeah. I like I like I like too. I like the East Coast. You know, you had big, you know, yeah. Nas. I just, I was banging. I was young, so I had a gang banger mentality. Yeah. And them boys in Cali, them niggas bang. Oh, hard, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Like, rap wise, I would say, like. Uh, Did you ever listen to, like, Capone and Noriega? No. Oh, see, they was from New York, dog. And they, oh, they was yeah. Puerto Rican niggas, dog. And they was cold, dog. See, I, I ain't gonna what lie. What about, uh, uh, what's her name? They were off of No Limit. Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they was off of No Limit. See, dog. see, but I, I messed with Pun and Fat Joe. Pun was the coldest. You dog. know what I mean? Them, Pun was the coldest. They, Fat Joe, yeah. You know, that, that was. had every single one of his tapes. Yeah, so it's like, that's. That's what I grew up listening to. Love like. the T Squad, dog. The yeah. Beat Nuts, like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Cause you had like rap, and then you had like hip hop. You know what I right. mean? And it was just different. Like rap was like that grimy shit. Yeah. Hip hop was like you know just that live shit. Like feel that know? vibe. Yeah. 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 No doubt. And it's man. like now it's like it's all infused now. You got. I ain't gonna lie. I'm. I'm a suspect to it. I'll be doing it too. Like, you know, like melodic trap rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's. What do you think about this drill music, bro? What do you think about that? And... I, I ain't gonna lie. It depends where it's from. Like, New York drill music, that should be live. Oh, yeah? Okay. But it's like. It's not. I feel like they do too much, you know, because they talk, they, they say every artist, every New York drill artist say the same thing in every song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Always so it's repeating like, yourselves the yeah. same shit. Yeah. So it's like, you know, one, like once a song does come out and it, you know, if it's hot, it's hot, but. Eventually, it's going to wear out because it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then the next song you put out sound like the first one. You right. Put out. Okay. Exactly. So, I just, you know, because I didn't know exactly what drill music was. And then somebody explained to me that it was based on 
true stories of you know yeah. shit that really happened you know what i mean yeah and, and i was like you know i was confused because you know me growing up you know we had our code of ethics and you know once something like that happened it's never to be discussed again you yeah know but i said but i feel like honestly like i feel like like they say that but a lot of people ain't really living how they rap yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people really ain't living how they rap. So, but how many? A lot of that shit How many kept. people you think died over trying to prove like that they are? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I just, it's so crazy that you see so many like rappers who are actually like famous and yeah. rich. Yeah. And they're getting touched, bro. Like right. they're getting killed. Even P Rock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Young Dolph. Like I've been listening Dolph, to Dolph yeah. when I was in prison. I got hip to him, and I had like all his albums. Bro. Right. I thought he was hard as hell, and he's got millions and mil. He's got so much money, bro. And Man, like Muff. death don't discriminate, bro. Like you know, it's, and and it's just crazy. It's just it's sad. It's crazy because. You know, you live in a life that a lot of us dream about having. Right, and and that's and that's the thing. Everybody, you know, you do get you do get genuine people that really are cheering for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then about seventy five percent, shit, I say eighty percent of the other people are low key hating on you, and they plotting mm-hmm. on you. Don't ever. In in my mind, I think mm-hmm. everybody plotting on me. Man, see, I grew up with that bullshit, dog. You know what I mean? And and I I hated that because I was always, you know, so big on loyalty. You know, yeah, what I mean? you know. And everybody that really ever fucked over me were the people who were closest to me. Me and bro, me know? and bro was just talking about it. He he just he he said it earlier, perfect. Everybody ain't who you are. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't who you are. So. Yep. And so you can't expect you can't expect it from them, you know, and that's exactly what I said. Because everybody's standards are different. Exactly, everybody has a different belief system. Exactly, but it's important. It's vital for you to know that because whatever they believe could affect your life. It could impact right. your life. If you got a homeboy who's a hothead and he like to fight. You might not want to take him everywhere with you. Exactly. You got a homeboy who always got a gun on him. He always want to shoot somebody. That's not the guy you want to have with you and around you because eventually some shit's going to happen. And when it does, you're going to be right there, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you need to know who your friends are and what they believe in and what they stand on because whatever baggage they got, it's going to be your baggage baggage too. If they got problems, you're going to have problems, bro. Facts. You know what I mean? And you got a family that you living for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm very cautious of people who say, I don't give a fuck. Because right. I used to be that person that I didn't give a fuck. And when I said it, I meant it. Right. I didn't give a fuck. And that's the, the, some of the most reckless shit that you can say. And not only that, but truly believe. Because if you don't give a fuck about you, then you, you ain't gonna give a fuck, gonna give about, fuck me, about me. Right. And if you don't give a fuck about your kids, nigga, I care about I got, my yep. kids. You know what I mean? And you can make a decision that's gonna impact my life and the life of my family. Yeah, and see, that's why. That's why, you know, I was, I was on some bull. You know what I mean? And I, I had to make a choice. It was either me be in the streets, you know mess around get killed or you know incarcerated mm-hmm. and 
either I'm missing out on their lifetime or I'm missing out on uh on you know yeah, time any, period. Any, any, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? My kids don't need that. I want my kids to be strong. I want my kids to have the same, you know, values and morals that I do. You know what I mean? Man, I got a homeboy today, man. It really touched my heart, man. You know, he, uh, you know, he he wanted to go get a haircut, and but he chose not to because he didn't want to go get a haircut without taking his sons to get a haircut too. That's how I am. Bro. He's like, you know, if we're all scruffy. We're all scruffy. Mm -hmm. But if we all, if we get clean, we all gonna be clean. Yep. That's and I was, I was like, really like. I was like, man, you a hell of a father, man. You a hell of a man is what I'm thinking. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And he know who he is, but, you know, I love that, bro. Yeah. I love that in you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just yeah, to man. see that, bro, is is beautiful that you guys have broke that vicious cycle, dog, of, you know, fathers not playing their part. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. and being responsible, dog. Like, I love that, especially in our community, because, you know, we had a stereotype where Latino men are just, you know what I'm saying, women abusers and make babies and have sex with women and don't take care of their kids and all of that. But you guys have definitely set standards and, and a bar, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and picked up the torch, bro, yeah. and taking care of business, man. And I'm proud of that, dog. Yeah, and real. I mean, it ain't, it ain't easy, but... You know, when you when you got a good, you know, when you have a good person along your side, you know what I mean, helping mm -hmm. you along the way, it's... Because mm -hmm. the woman that you got with you means a lot too, bro. You know, you know, you know what, what I mean? mean? So, it, you know, my kid's mother, she's a, she's a great mother. She's mm -hmm. a great mother. She does, she does a lot. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? You know, she takes care of the house. That's, you know, that's, that's a job in itself, man. You know? It's not easy. And she works. Raising children. You know what I mean? Kids are wild, dog. And there are a lot of responsibility, You know, bro. she she takes on a lot of responsibility. And, you know, she's she's going to school. She's got a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's. And going to school. Listen, bro, do you know. How much time and energy is required to be in school? You always got homework. You always got to study. You always got to do research. Mind you, Holy smokes. And you got kids. And, and she pregnant. <laughs> she getting it in. And Bro, I, I tell you, and women I'm, I'm are the grateful shit. to have her there, you know, mm -hmm. for my children. So it's a, it's a blessing, man. I, I love, you know, I love having that foundation that's wonderful man I'm, I'm so proud of you man and i'm very happy for you and the way you live your life man you know what i mean yeah, man. and life is just gonna keep be getting better and better for you and your family man. Yeah, yeah you know and like i said bro life naturally has its ups and downs it's not always easy but you know just you know have faith in yourself and and uh you know you always gonna have what you need you know, uh, I got more now than I've ever had, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, and I appreciate everything that I got because the good thing is they can't come take it from me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I was out there doing the wrong thing, nigga, I didn't I didn't have nothing to support that. You know what I mean? Right. And now I do, bro. I've never had a job for 
as long as I have. I never, you know, because I was like, how the fuck am I ever work? You know what I mean? Yeah, you did And that. now I love it, bro. And and my work is my life. You know what I'm saying? Is my community, my people. You know, I get to, you know, take care of people, help people. You know what I mean? Help build. And in yeah. in the midst of it, I'm. I'm building too, and and uh, right. you know I I just started holding these healing circles again. I got youth circles that I hold, and I got adult circles that I hold, and um, everybody's like really loving it and appreciating it because you know it's important. Even with this podcast, bro, it's like we need to have conversations that people are not having. Right. You know, we have so many people in our community who are carrying uh, 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 burdensome uh, burdens of trauma, you know what I mean? And and we got to help them get through that and heal from that so that they don't pass that on down to their kids. You know what I'm saying? You got kids being born right now with hate, you know what I'm saying, in their heart because of resentment that, you know, that mothers are carrying, you know what I mean? And, um, but you guys, you know, we all we are all doing better, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, you know, I, I I think that the world is going to be a better place. Our community is going to be a better and safer place. Um, you know, since I've been part of the ceasefire team, bro, like I I go a lot to the east side now and the west side, and you know, bro, um, that you know they are in the trenches out there, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like. The shit I seen out there, bro, is very disheartening, dog. You know what I mean? Even the communities, the houses, like, you got a whole block, bro, full of nothing but abandoned houses. You know what I mean? Like, how can you wake up to that shit and be inspired by anything, dog? Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and then the violence, dog, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, outrageous, you know, everywhere, really. It's not just Detroit. It's all over all the over. states man where just people do not value life yeah. you know what i'm saying like the only the only um conclusion to any problem is to kill somebody violence you know right. what i mean and it's just like we live in this bloodthirsty society dog and everybody feeding the flesh dog you know what i'm saying everybody worried about what a motherfucker gonna think or what somebody's gonna say or you know got pride issues ego issues you know what i mean trying to be somebody they ain't or just feeling that killer be killed it's, you know right and see that's why that's why we we uh like like i was excited when my brother Dwayne and my cousin angel started pyp pick your poison you know mm -hmm. what i mean gloves up guns down you know what i mean yeah you no know doubt. duke it out like a man you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then go at least everybody get to go home at night mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that and honestly when we when they were carrying that um that event you know when they had that going on I did like me personally I saw a, a difference in the community mm -hmm. there wasn't as much gang violence because if you had smoke with somebody pull up at PYP yeah we gonna get it in now you get to confront your accuser you know what I mean yeah so see what you really made <laughs> made with you, you know, know what I mean at, at least gonna punch you in your nose yeah you know? we got gloves on you know we, yeah. we ain't gonna kill each other we're gonna you know, duke it out and go home at the end of the day. So. But that's, that's, you know, it's positive, 
but it's still violence. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I, and yeah. I'm not saying nothing about it because I'm for it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, if you think about it, it, yeah, it's it still acts of violence. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going to have blood in their mouth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's just that human thirst for blood, the necessity to see blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to just walk away from shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Nobody wants to just let go of shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, and definitely. I really learned to do that because you know how many people, siblings, family, friends, people who have not spoken to each other in years over resentment, over hate? That shit is like poison yeah. to your body, to your mind. You know what I mean? And then oh, yeah. that you plant ill seeds. But like you plant negative seeds, you can plant positive seeds, bro. Right. You know? Bro, I was in situations in the joint, bro, where we had 50 on 50. You know what I mean? Like one bad decision, one wrong move, one bad word. You know what I'm saying? And everything going to go to shit. And I just, you know, I applied them diplomacy skills. Like, bro, we can all walk away from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, if it's that bad, then they can go scrap over there. Now nobody wants to know. Now nobody want to fight now. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You good when everybody, you know, you got an army behind you. But when it comes to accountability, mm -hmm. you're like, okay, you guys got a problem. Go, oh, well, maybe we're straight. Okay, well, you know. Yeah, keep pushing. Keep it pushing there, yeah. dog. Accountability is a game changer, bro. When you got to be responsible for your thoughts, your emotions, and your yeah, decisions. Yeah. You know? Because people are, a lot of people are slaves to their emotions. They're slaves to society and what they think, you know? Motherfucker will kill you over what he think about you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit's crazy, bro. And but that, how do you, what do you think we can do that needs to be done to change the, the mind state, you know what I mean, of just people? Like, why are we, listen, we just did a tour um ceasefire did with uh with an organization called gangway out of berlin germany and um there was about 20 of them they came and do you know in germany they have no guns out there yeah nobody has guns nobody just knives so you they be poking I mean? people up out so there. they wanted to come to detroit and learn how we uh you know how we run our uh violence prevention program in detroit but it was like how can you compare yeah you know how we do things here because it's like the wild wild west out here yeah you know so we're looking at it like you guys don't even got guns out there right like, that's and it almost don't sound like a bad idea here because it's like i mean i understand that people have the right to bear arms but it's like the fucking wild wild west bro yeah and people are just killing each you got people got 50 guns in your house for what what is you gonna do right. with 50 guns i mean do you do you see like i mean i don't know about like germany but i saw like this prison man that that thing was a hotel <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so it's like those foreign countries yeah they don't they don't have as many like weapons i should say mm -hmm. but they're also like living more lavish when they go well they have they all have health care like canada yeah, yeah. all you their citizens I mean? have access to health care and this and that like yeah you know everything that we have to like pay for you right know and so so that's what i'm saying we you know but they do stab a lot of people though you get a lot of stabbings yeah you know, they can't, and that is that's deep because it's different from shooting somebody to stabbing, stabbing somebody, somebody. Yeah. 
because it takes a, di- a different kind of heart to do to do a stabbing because that's Cause up close and it. personal. Yeah. You got to mean that shit. Yeah. A motherfucker with a gun, you could be a soft as hell. You could yeah. be a coward and yeah. still get off on somebody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when I got to come to you and get this close to yeah. you, ah, everybody ain't yeah. built for that. Nope. You know? Yeah, no. That's what I was like. I was watching like this thing. It said, uh, if you stab into a chicken breast with a knife, that's how it feels to stab a human. So I'm like, I just, you know, just dabbed it. And I'm, I'm like, hold on. So when I did it, I'm like, oh, no. Nah. It didn't this feel ain't, right. This ain't it. It's different when you cutting it, but when you just stabbing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a whole like, different feel. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that ain't yeah. This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.